Hello out there. This is March 10th, 2021, day one of a middle-aged woman's reflections and discourse. Thank you for joining me today. I am a ball of nerves right now. This was a good idea until I actually decided to just go ahead and do it. And for some reason, I'm a nervous wreck. So I'm just asking you to bear with me today, friends. Thank you so much for embarking on this journey with me. Today, the episode is going to be titled Introduction and Disclaimers. Okay. Um, First, I'm going to start with a little bit about myself. I am a 47-year-old. I believe I'm 46 or 47. I don't count at this point. (laughs) I'm around that age. I'm 46 or 47 years old. If I'm not 46, I'm going to be 47 um, this summer. So I'm kind of towards the middle part of my menopausal journey. Some would consider it perimenopause, but I've actually been in perimenopause since my 30s. Um, I remember I was having some hot flashes and some um, heavy bleeding issues in my 30s. I was back in my hometown before I moved to where I am now. And um, the doctor had conducted a preliminary test and told me that I was perimenopausal which is not uncommon for black women to begin uh, perimenopause very early because a lot of times we begin to menstruate very early. And I was nine years old when I started my first period. So it wasn't uncommon for me to hear about that. And so um, after I reached 40, the... Symptoms started getting worse. And I think I began to, it was at 44, 45, when the reality of what is what was happening to me began to hit me like a ton of bricks. I started having the hot flashes. I started having the night sweats. Now, I've always struggled with mood swings all my life. I, my, my menstrual cycle has never been kind to me. And Flo and I have been in a battle ever since we were nine years old because it was very difficult for me, but I was not going to let her win. I was not going to let her dominate my life. So she and I have been fighting for quite some time. But it's like once I reached 45 years old, 44 or 45, she started getting the best of me. My, my, my menstrual cycles have, been, have started getting heavy, very heavy, embarrassingly heavy. My mood swings were getting to be out of control, unpredictable, and a whole lot harder to control. Now, mind you, I've always had some sort of low-grade depression. And those of us who have menstrual issues and um, menstrual 
um, I wouldn't want to say mental issues, but we have things like PMS, PMDD, whatnot. We always struggle with these things. Well, at 44, those issues were on 10. So it was really getting to be pretty bad. My cycles were getting really, my menstrual, my menstrual cycles were really getting to be very heavy. It was getting to the point where my mood swings were becoming more intense, more uncontrollable. I was having the hot flashes. I was having the night sweats. I was having the tingling on the skin. Felt like little electrical shocks, especially on my back and on my neck, where my, my hair on my back and on my neck would be unbearable. I, I, I couldn't stand for any hair to be touching my neck. So I started cutting my hair a whole lot more often than my husband would like. <laughs> um, I always wondered why women in their 40s would cut all their hair off and have these fabulous um, short haircuts. And now I understand why. Because if you've gone through any symptoms of perimenopause or menopause for a day, and if they were intense, there were some days where I just wanted to take the scissors and just chop everything off because I couldn't take it anymore. With the heat combined with those um, feelings on my back and on my neck, that that, that tingling electrical shot, um, pins and needles feeling on my skin, it was just a lot to deal with. Um, I started gaining weight. I started having gastrointestinal issues for the very first time. Um, I um, um, I started having more food allergies. That was interesting. I cannot eat pork anymore. So um, I already was allergic to seafood, shellfish. Um, I became allergic to that after I had my kids. I was able to eat shellfish prior to being pregnant. Once I've had my children, I couldn't have shellfish anymore. Well, once the menopause started kicking in, I had to take pork away from my diet. So I cannot have shellfish. I cannot have um, dairy products. And now I can't have pork because pork deals with my high blood pressure. Now I have high blood pressure. I hadn't had high blood pressure before. My blood pressure is high now. Okay. I was always anemic because my because my cycles were so heavy. And I had become severely anemic once the menopause started kicking in. So it's like the heavy periods, the anemia, the high blood pressure, the mood swings, the the symptoms of the menopause, the hot flashes, the light, the night sweats, the fatigue, it was just a lot. And then, as a middle-aged person, we're in a very unique situation. We're in the middle of our lives. We're transitioning from young age to older age. So we're middle-aged. But we have stuff going on in our lives. A lot of us are still working. A lot of us are still working full-time. A lot of us have grown children. Some of them 
Some of us still have grown children living in our home with us. And some of us have parents who are older and who need more care. So you're in a position as a middle-aged person to be dealing with all the changes that's going on in your life. In addition to all of the life situations and the life stresses that you already have. And it's for middle-aged women, especially for middle-aged black women in particular, because um, people tend not to be as empathetic towards us because society would like to have you believe that we are these super women, you know, wonder women. We have a wonder woman uh, um, uniform on underneath our clothes and we're able to handle anything and we're totally criticized to no end when we fail to behave as a superwoman or, you know, a, a, a superhuman when things happen. But guess what? We're human beings too. You know, we, we have stress just like everybody else has stresses. We break down sometimes. Sometimes we have nervous, nervous breakdowns. We get tired sometimes. We get angry. We, we, a lot of times we're so busy, we miss eating. We get too hungry. You know, we, a lot of times we're in a room full of people. We may have a family all around us. And a lot of times we feel lonely because we feel like nobody understands it. I have found, not only as a middle-aged woman, but I've noticed since I was a kid, really, because I, you know, I had to watch my mom, you know, deal with middle age. Nobody really addresses middle age in the in 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 this society. You know, we're we're kind of just pushed to the corner. We're, but we're out here, we're out here, and and we're working, and we're living, and we're doing. But the the unique situations, the unique issues, the unique. Things that are happening to us, nobody discusses, nobody talks about. We don't hear about anything having to do with a middle-aged person that is uh, worthwhile or that would um, that would garner some sort of empathy or whatever. Middle-aged people are always ridiculed. We're always laughed at. Whenever we have some sort of temper tantrum because it just gets to be too much, you know, we're called Karens and Kens and Barbaras and all kinds of things. <laughs> and, you know, or when even when middle-aged men, you know, when they, when, when, they, when they have a, when they go into a fit of rage or it just gets to be too much for them sometimes. They say something out of line or throw a tantrum or whatever. And I mean, I'm guilty of this too because, heck, it's funny. You know, especially when it's a celebrity or media personality just going off on a tangent because it's like they spend these thousands, sometimes millions of dollars to look younger than they are because youth is so valued in this society. But there's a middle-aged person in there. And sometimes that, but, but behind all that hair dye and behind all of that Botox and plastic surgery and hair plugs and 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 teeth and all that stuff that and then you know, working out and the diet plans and the, the massages and everything that they do um to look 20 or 30 
and, and they're actually 50 and 60, there's still a 30, 40, 50-year-old behind all that. And at some point, it's going to come out. And then you hear about the relationships separating and they're getting divorced and uh, uh, they're complaining about the issues that they're having. And I, I sit back and I'm like, you know, what did you expect was going to happen? We can try and outlive and outrun time, but eventually time is going to catch up with us. Now, I've learned that it is better to cooperate with time than to try and deny that time exists and to try and run from it because it's going to catch up with you eventually. You know, it's best to just do this gracefully, as gracefully as you can, okay? So this is why I started the podcast because (laughs) I am not in denial about what's going on with me. Okay, Um, I think it's best to be that way because we live in a society, again, unfortunately, that does not value people our age. We have a influx of young people who are in their 20s and who are in their 30s and who are in their, their late teens who do not like dealing with people my age and older. Because we're cranky, we're bossy, we're demanding, we can be condescending at times, especially if we have grown children living at home with us. We see every person their age is one of our kids. So we don't talk to them properly. We don't respect them, you know, because they're not us, okay? But the fact of the matter is, you know, we still have to live in the world with them. They're valued more than they are. Nine times out of ten, if you have a job or if you're working, your manager is not going to be your age or older. Your manager is going to be young enough to be your kid. Regardless of how old he or she is, that's still your manager, and you still have to respect them. Okay? They have the power to determine whether you're going to keep or lose your job. And if your job is important to you, it, I would be, it would behoove you to humble yourself and respect your supervisors. Don't treat them like children. They're not children. It's awkward for them too, okay? <laughs> I'm sure they would, the last thing that they would want to be doing right now is supervising someone that's old enough to be their mother or father. So try and make it easier on them. Okay, it's an awkward situation for them too. All right. Um, Another reason why I wanted to start doing this podcast is because of the effects that the changes with me were having on my family. Okay. Um, I was getting tired more often. I have to work really hard now to keep a calendar. Because I would forget things. I'd forget appointments. I'd forget, you know, to, to, I'd forget my own appointments. I'd forget things that were important. So now I have to keep an immaculate calendar. I have to stick to it so that I won't forget things that are important. Um, I have to control, learn how to control my, my, myself when I'm having these temper issues. 
because I didn't don't want to be in a position to where I'm taking all my frustrations out on people who have nothing to do with why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. It's not their fault. And I didn't want to take it out on them. So um, I got myself together really quickly. That is what we're going to be talking about mainly in this in this podcast. The things that I had started that I had to start doing to make my life easier for myself and easier for the people who I live with and work with and deal with every day. Okay. Um, I'm in this to win this. Okay. Every day is not a cloud. It's not a, a cloudy day. And you're going to find that out as this podcast progresses. I've always been an optimist. Um, I've always been someone who always tried to find the silver lining in a dark cloud. And sometimes I've found it. Sometimes I haven't, but I never stopped looking for one. Okay. This is not all bad. There are a lot of good things, wonderful things about being a middle-aged person in this society. And I will be, it'll be my, an honor and a pleasure for me to share that with you today. To kind of give you some encouragement, kind of give you some hope just to let you know that you're not alone, that you're not crazy. This is not all in your head. This stuff is actually happening. And if you decided to listen to me today, I am here to tell you and anyone who's listening with you, you are not alone. You're not crazy. This is not all in your head. You're not making this stuff up. You are really going through these things. We are going to we are going to walk through this together. We are going to do research. We're going to pull up articles that affect us. Um, and I don't know why this past week. There's just been a whole bunch of articles that have um, appeared that have a lot to do with middle-aged women. And I'm excited to share that with you. I'm going to be excited to share that with y'all in these podcasts. Um, We're going to talk about it. I'm going to start with the 35 symptoms of menopause. That's going to be episode number two. We're going to read the list and the episodes that follow. We're going to go over each symptom, okay? We're going to get into stuff. We're going to be very real, very transparent, okay? Again, I am not in denial about what is going on with me and what is going on with my body because I don't have to be. I think this will be a perfect time for me to begin my disclaimers. I have some disclaimers here, okay? And the first one is... If you are a person, if you are a woman who is in denial about what's going on with her or her body or the process of menopause or perimenopause or postmenopause or whatever, if you're still trying to beat father time and you're trying to run from him because you haven't finished living your life yet or you felt like you haven't gotten what you wanted to accomplish in life yet and you still have things to do before this stuff starts happening, you're trying to delay it, this podcast is not for you, Okay. Let you know that right now, because I am not in denial about where I am. What is going on with me is very real, okay? And I am not ashamed of what's going on with me. I don't have a reason to hide about what's going on in my body, okay? I'm not ashamed of middle age. I'm not ashamed of getting old. I'm not afraid of middle age. I'm not afraid of getting old. 
I've accomplished much in my life. I'm very content where I am at this stage in my life. So I don't have a complex about that. So we're going to be talking about stuff that is going to be uh, very embarrassing. I am not trying to reveal any secrets or out you or whatever. If you are a person who has the money to minimize the effects of menopause on your body, then good for you. Wonderful. I am so glad that you're in a position to be able to do that. This podcast is for women who don't have that luxury. And they are at their wits end. They're sitting in their rooms or in their bathrooms or sitting in their closets crying because they feel like the world is just crushing around them and nobody understands what's going on with them and nobody cares. Okay. That's what this podcast is about. And that's who this is for. So sister kindly, please don't tell me anything about, you know, why don't you just do this? Or why don't you just do that? (laughs) Because again, I'm not in denial about what's going on with me. And this is for people who are not in denial about what's going on with them. My, my, my hope, my goal is to make this journey easier for every middle-aged woman who is going through this. Make it easier for all of us. Make it easier together. Okay. Um, the second disclaimer is... There are going to be a lot of opinions made in this podcast. Opinions are not facts. As a matter of fact, let me go ahead and define what opinions versus facts are. I pulled up the definitions, okay? According to the dictionary, an opinion is a view or judgment formed about something not necessarily based on fact or knowledge. It may have some truth to it, but it's not necessarily the truth, okay? Fact, on the other hand, is a thing that is known or proved to be true, okay? So, I can have an opinion about something that does not make it, you know, truth. That does not make it fact. It's, a, it's an opinion. It's my personal opinion. I am not here to try and change anybody's mind. I am not here to try and convince somebody to think the way that I'm thinking. The goal here is to encourage, to educate, and to evoke free thought. You know, you have the freedom to think for yourself here. Okay? Um, Any statements that I make are assumed to be opinions unless I have cited it as a fact. And if I, if I, if I discuss anything about products or remedies or, um, you know, if I suggest anything, it's just a suggestion. It's just an opinion. I would advise you not to take any information that is being discussed in this podcast as credible medical advice for you. I'm only going to suggest the options that are available, you speak to your doctor and you and your doctor 
choose what's best for you. Because every woman is not the same. Every woman's body is different. Okay? The way women react to things is different. Okay? Um, I, the, I will try my very, very best. My very best. To keep politics out of this podcast. I, for one, am tired of politics. I am tired of the elections. I'm tired of politicians. I'm tired of all of this. I want this to be a safe, no politics zone here. Okay? And I've realized that as the days pass, politics are becoming more and more permeated, more and more involved in our everyday lives. And it's getting to be draining. I'm going to try my best to keep it away from here. I want this to be a safe space for women who are going through menopause. I want this podcast to be fun. I'm doing this as a hobby um, and as a journaling vehicle, pretty much. Um, It's a semi-blog, okay? Um, I want it to be free. I want to be free. I want to have fun doing this. I don't want to feel like this is a chore, that this is something that I have to struggle to do every day. Um, if I make money, fine. If not, fine too. Okay. Companies, if you are out there and you are wanting to sponsor me, um, if your intent is to change the content of this podcast to fit a narrative, please don't bother to ask because I will politely decline your offer. Okay. When it stops being fun and interesting, then I will stop podcasting. So don't get attached to this. I plan on being here for as long as possible. But if it's getting to the point where it's going to be a struggle for me to do this every week, then I just won't do it anymore. I am not going to... um, I do not want to put out any energy out there that would be a drain on anyone. And I find that when it's a struggle for me to do something, it's going to be a struggle. If I'm struggling with something, everybody's going to be struggling. And I don't want anybody to be struggling to listen to this podcast. (laughs) Okay. Um, I don't want this to be something like, oh, you know, I want this to be fun and I want this to be um, funny. I want people to laugh. I want people to just... You know, just breathe a sigh of relief and say somebody understands what I'm going through or somebody's going through the same thing or, you know, she gets it. I want it to be that kind of podcast. Okay. Um, what I'm going to be talking about on here, menopause and perimenopause. Okay. That's going to be the main subject matter on this podcast. I will talk about postmenopause at times, but do understand that mostly it's going to be about perimenopause and menopause because I've gone, I'm going through the perimenopause right now and I'm entering the menopause phase. <laughs> and that transition right there, it is a doozy. Okay. So that's what we're going to be talking about mainly. Um, the body, mind, and spiritual changes that come with that. Um, relief options and suggestions. Again, these are only suggestions, not cures or remedies. Check with a doctor to see what's best for you. 
the effects today's society has on a middle-aged woman, the occasional opinion concerning today's news, politics, or entertainment, gossip, preferably about how it affects middle-aged um, women or men. Okay, so if I find one of those stories okay, <laughs> about an actor busting in on a, 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 a director's office meeting and beating up the director or something like that. Oh, yeah, we're going to share that story on this podcast. We're going to get us a good laugh because that's funny. Okay, <laughs> I think it's funny, you know. Because Hollywood is just always trying to convince people that there is no such thing as getting older. Yes, you you know, you may be fooling us visually, but on the inside, you're going to be getting older, okay? You can't stop that. So, we're going to give us a good laugh, not at their expense. I don't want people to get offended. It's going to be all in good fun. But I just want people to realize that, you know... You, you can you can you can alter what's happening visually, but what's happening internally is still going to happen. Okay, it is what it is. Period. Okay. Um, I will share some personal life ex- experiences that may help someone. Um, this will be faith based. Okay, and any share worthy content or articles. Or just overall good news that I feel would be worthy of sharing on this podcast. Um, I appreciate all of you who have joined me today. I'm hoping that this introduction was, wasn't too preachy. I just wanted to get disclaimers out of the way in the beginning. Next Wednesday, I will start with the 34 symptoms of menopause. We're going to go through the list and then the podcasts after that going forward, we're going to go over each symptom. Okay. Um, And um, that's about it. (laughs) Um, I hope you join me again. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I hope y'all have a great day. Have a great week. I'll be posting every Wednesday. Um, The next episode, it seems like um, Anchor has posted my podcast to a number of sources. So I will list the um, podcast venues on my Twitter page. I'm at A plus underscore 32. That is my Twitter handle. Um, When I post this podcast, I'm going to have the... Um, names of the podcast vehicles that this broadcast has been distributed to. Okay? So, again, thank you so much for listening today. I hope that um, this series will be very helpful, very encouraging to you ladies out there. Remember, you are beautiful. You are valuable. Okay? You have purpose. You Okay? Your life is not worthless, okay? There, You are needed and you are necessary. And never let nobody tell you otherwise. Be blessed. Y'all have a great day.